Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome back to another episode of When Hers United, the podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, and I truly appreciate you listening in. This is Season 9, Episode 2, entitled Believe in Your Mission with Bethany Hawkins. Before we jump into the interview, I want to tell you more about me and When Hers United, the podcast. I believe that success leaves clues. And When Hers United, the podcast was created to give you the clues you need to succeed in business, mindset, personal development, and self-care. These are the four pillars we stand on here at When Hers United, which is why they are emphasized so we all can live a complete and fulfilled life both personally as well as professionally. We have another review, y'all. I'm so excited that we have another review. So shout out to Trinette and thank you for leaving us a review. Trinette said, When Hers United is a great podcast. She's listened for a couple of years now and each episode brings her great insight, inspiration, and improves her personally and as a business owner. She also thanked me for my consistency in bringing knowledgeable guests to the platform. Let me tell you, I really appreciate this message because sometimes I get tired and messages like this help me to continue to push forward. So if you want a shout out, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and then write us a review. I would love to shout you out on a future episode. Now, without further ado, let's get into season nine, episode two, entitled Believe in Your Mission with Bethany Hawkins. All right, so we are back with another amazing, winning woman of color entrepreneur, Bethany. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. (laughs) I knew it. I knew. You were going to come with all the energy and I love it. All right. So before we get into the interview, I'm going to tell you all more about the amazing Bethany. So Bethany is the CEO and founder of Crackers and Soup, which is a podcast management company. Crackers and Soup's mission is to assist women podcast hosts that need the best F word known in the English language, which is freedom. That's definitely my favorite F word, Bethany. So that was spot on. In addition to running her podcast management company, Bethany is also the host of the award winning podcast Chatting Over Chowder. And Chatting Over Chowder is a podcast where two minority women talk to other women in the podcasting industry about what podcasts they listen to while eating chowder. And heads up, I'll be a guest on Bethany's podcast this year. So go subscribe so you can be in the know. Bethany, I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yes. So let's talk business. All right. So, Bethany, let's get started by you telling us more about Crackers and Soup. Absolutely. 
So I was trying to figure out what to name my company. And when I left my corporate world in getting into this online entrepreneurship space, I knew that I had so many transferable skills from my corporate world that I was going to start off as a virtual assistant and then transition into podcasting as soon as I could sucker somebody in and teach me how to podcast. Mm. So (laughs) yeah, like I had to find somebody. I knew that I wanted to go into podcasting. I didn't know anything about podcasting. So I was like, I shall find them and they shall teach me. Right. So when I was coming up with my business name, I didn't want it to do anything with virtual assistant because I was like, I'm going to be this for like a hot five seconds. And then I didn't know any podcasting terminology. So I was like, what am I going to do? So my daughter was going through a soup phase at the time. I mean, this was years ago. And one day she just said, Mama, I want some soup. I want some soup. And I said, look, kid, we have no crackers. You ate all the crackers. And she's like, but crackers just make it better. So instantaneously, I was like, universe, thank you. Thank you, boo. Thank you, queen. Because essentially, our clients are the soup and we are the crackers that just make their podcast better. It's already good. We just make it better. So that's the foundation of my business name, Crackers and Soup. I love that. I love that. So tell us what podcast management consists of. I love that. So podcast management can actually consist of different things depending upon who you are retaining to assist you in your service. So there are some podcast managers that just do marketing. There are some podcast managers that just do looking at your statistical analysis. There are some people who just do editing and sound design. So for my business, we actually have a combination of a bunch of things. So we do graphics, we do cover art, we do editing, we do show notes, we do summarizations of your episode, we do audiograms, we create quotes, we do a gamut of things for our clientele. And we also launch. So we help people create their intro, their outro, their trailer, write their podcast descriptions, set them up with a podcast page, upload all of their episodes to a podcast hosting stations, recommend podcast hosting stations. Yes, it just keeps going on and on and on. And this is why I'm tired nine out of 10 days. Listen, you definitely do a lot. I love that. Right. Because one thing I can say is what I tell my coaching clients. Right. Podcasting isn't rocket science, but there are a lot of moving pieces and a lot of moving parts. Right. So if you're out there and you want to start a podcast, but you don't want to do all the moving parts, it sounds like Bethany is an awesome option. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. So you briefly touched on when you first left corporate and went into entrepreneurship, you wanted to do virtual assistance. But tell us what made you actually want to leave corporate and become an entrepreneur? So I had been in the criminal justice world for over 18 years. Uh, Don't let the good skin fool you as old. So (laughs) (laughs) like two years before my pension, I was just mentally exhausted. I couldn't do one more day. And Three years before kind of my breaking point, my friend had come into my cubicle and she was like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And I was like, no, what do you speak of? And she said, there are these things, they're like audio stories, they're called podcasts. And once she introduced me to them, I 
completely got sucked in, Nicole. I listened mm. to them all the time, all the live long day, all day during working. People thought that I was doing transcriptions. I wasn't. I was listening to podcasts. <laughs> and it brought me through just a time when it was very overwhelming. And I knew that what I was doing was no longer my calling, even though I had invested all of these years in education and experience. I knew that it wasn't giving me the creative outlet that I sought and that I desired. And when I found podcasting and I became immersed in it, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to provide women with something to listen to if they're struggling, something to listen mm -hmm. to that's going to give them inspiration, something that they're going to listen to that's going to make them laugh and just forget the tomfuckery of the day. Like, this is what I want to do. And I want to help women get their voices heard, especially minority women that look like us that don't have a lot of platforms that aren't whitewashed. So I said to my husband, I was like, look, the beginning of 2019, I said, I'm going to quit my job and <laughs> I'm going to start an online business. And he was like, okay, bet we're a two income family. We don't have anybody to ask for money. So I support you in this journey, but you need to make some cash. <laughs> Okay. Listen. I was like, I see you and I will. And I, I did. I continued to work until I finished, you know, I, I'm a researcher at heart. So I did courses and started, you know, doing all of the legalities, getting an EIN and all of the fun stuff. And then I had designed my website. And once I finished my website, there was no reason for me to kind of continue on with my corporate gig. So I gave my resignation to the district attorney. And I let her know that I will be giving her three months notice because I was the only person in the office that did what I did. So I had to train somebody and I engaged with a lot of outside departments that were, was in the district. So I had to introduce them to, to all of those entities and, you know, finance and HR and all of the fun stuff. I was an office administrator, so I did payroll and I, you know, went before the board of directors and I asked for positions and I worked with million dollar budgets, so I needed I needed to train somebody. And then I knew that I made the right decision because that very last day, Nicole, I am such a big baby. I will cry at the drop of a hat. Every Disney freaking movie I'd be crying at. Like <laughs> someone does something beautiful, I'd be crying. Like I am a crier. No shame in my game. I've been weeping, like weep, 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 weep. <laughs> that last day, if I could have kicked out my heels and like lifted my big old butt into the sky and was like, yeah, I would have been doing that. I was skipping out of that place. I did not shed mm. one tear. I was taking selfies with everybody. I was like, bye-bye, bye-bye, see you, adios, au revoir. Like I was out. And that's how I knew I made the right decision. I love that. I love, love, love that. Wait, so let me make sure I heard this correctly. So did you say you left two years before your pension? Yes. Wow. Let's just let that soak in for a minute. When you are not fulfilled in life, right? Like no amount of money, nothing can replace that, right? So I think that that's super amazing that you said, you know, I can't do this anymore regardless of the money. I have to do something that fulfills me in life. I think that that's a word for anyone that's really on the fence. Thank you. And it's very funny because my my boss at the time, she she did say to me, what if we were to give you more money? And I said mm -hmm. to her, it's not 
the finances. Because, I mean, I was working for the government. <laughs> and although, although the government doesn't pay extremely well, it does pay well and it's consistent. And you can literally go in that office and do a hell of a whole lot of nothing. Like you can play solitaire for eight hours and you're still getting paid. And the benefits are really good because it's mm-hmm. government. So I knew if I was going to walk away from stability and great plans and opportunities in order to find my own opportunity and my own fulfillment, I was not dealing with any shenanigans in Ballyhoo. Like I was going to be working with the people that I wanted to work with. I was going to have the clients that I wanted to have. I was going to have the team members that I wanted to have. Eventually, I was like, it's not just going to be me. I'm going to I'm going to have employees and I'm going to have team members and I'm going to have, you know, clients that I absolutely love on. And I knew that I was going to move with that intention and having that I'm not dealing with any bullshit anymore because I've dealt with that has opened so many opportunities and being really aware of who I'm surrounding myself with. I'm telling you, it's a whole thing. Like when you know your energy is for somebody and their energy is for you, the opportunities that are like just doors be opening, windows be opening, sun be shining, birds be singing. It's a whole like Snow White moment. And you're like, how did this happen? Right. I love that. I love that. Right. So when you left, did you have a client like or did you have to work to get clients when you first left? So the reason why I told my employer with three months advanced time is because I knew that I wanted to start talking about it on social media and I didn't want her to find out. Be like, oh, uh, what? (laughs) So as soon as I gave my resignation letter, I did start seeking potential clientele on social media. My very first client, she actually was an attorney that I worked with previously. She had gone into private practice and she needed somebody to assist her in in marketing and like a database and a spreadsheet. So I did that all the while knowing, oh no, I am no podcasting. How can I get into podcasting? So what I did was I submerged myself in podcasting groups. Okay. Like women of color podcasters, support is sexy with Elaine Fluker. And I was like, I'm going to find my tribe. And then this woman, Kimberly Sumter, who is now a, a good friend of mine, she had put a post in regards to her podcast episode that it was newly dropped. And I listened to it and I loved it. And I looked to see her show notes and she didn't have any. Mm. So I slipped in her DMs and I was like, look, you don't know me from a hole in the wall. I absolutely love your podcast. And I gave like the legitimate reasons why I left her podcast. And I said, I'm trying to get into this podcasting experience in this in this podcasting venue. I don't know anything about podcasting. Can I start by creating your show notes? And I will do it for free. Mm. And she was like, okay. And that's right. the- sign me up. Look. Nicole, <laughs> that is literally how I started. Like- okay. <laughs> and then Opportunity after opportunity after opportunity just started just coming from there. I love that. I love that. So as I was listening, I heard look for opportunities, right? Because, you know, you saw that need out there, right? That lady may not even have known the importance of show notes, right? And by you putting yourself out there, that just opens you up for more and more 
opportunities. I love that. And I think that when your brain works a certain way, you see things differently from other people. Like I was talking to my aunt yesterday and she was telling me how, you know, how COVID is kind of messing up the distribution of everything. Right. And she's like, yeah, she was like, I was walking past the vending machine at my job and it was empty, you know, and for her, it's like, oh, she doesn't even purchase at the vending machine, but she noticed it was empty. Right. So she told me that just, you know, thinking like, oh, wow, COVID is messing things up. The first thing popped in my head was business opportunity. Somebody need to go and get their vending up in that hospital. Right. So depending on how your brain goes and how things just, you know, spark up for you, you see different opportunities. And when you see those opportunities, I love how you had the courage to reach out and go after them. That's amazing. Amazing. Like you, Bethany. So tell us, I think you kind of alluded to this, right? Like why you chose the podcasting industry. I did. I did. So it, it got me through some struggling times for like three years that I was going to that to that office just with dread. And it truly was with every mile that I got closer. It just felt heavier and heavier and heavier. And I would get to my cubicle and I'd pop in my headphones and I'd be like, okay, now I'm amongst friends. I'm with my podcasting friends. And it was so just what I needed right at the just time, because I never would have considered ever doing anything like this. I mean, when I started, like I was in my early 40s. I didn't know anything about audio. I didn't know anything about microphones and the difference between dynamic and condenser and (laughs) what good audio is and why headphones that plug in are not hardwired matter like i didn't know what seo was and why they're important for show notes i didn't know any of this i just knew that i loved podcasting and i was like i am a learner i love to learn i am always looking for opportunities to learn i never think that i'm done learning in any experience in my life and every time i join another course or an intensive or some sort of creative aspect. It just makes me better, not only for myself, but for my clientele and for my business. And this is information that I can now pass on to my team members and share with them, especially my contractors who have their own podcasting production or management business. They can then pass it on to their clientele. So it is such a domino effect. Like, Podcasting has truly given me such strength and empowerment that I never knew that I had in myself. I can totally relate. Mine is backwards from yours, though, because literally before starting my podcast, I did not even listen to a podcast. Right. (laughs) But I can totally relate to how you feel as far as how podcasting changed your life, because I totally feel the same way. I preach it from the rooftops. Right. And I did not see my life going this way but ended up falling into this place, falling in love with it, and now wanting to help other people fall in love with it as well. So, you know, hint, hint, people, podcasting is amazing. All right. (laughs) Now, let's talk mindset. So I know you wear many, 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 many hats, right? From being an entrepreneur to being a mother to being a wife, three full time jobs. And I'm sure the jobs go beyond that. Right. But talk to us about how you stay balanced mentally to help you manage all your roles. 
Nicole, there are many days that I am not balanced mentally. And I think people <laughs> need to hear that. Right. <laughs> there, there are days that I'm like, what the hell did I do? I don't know if I could do this for one more damn day. And then there are days that I'm just like, I wake up and I'm elated because I get to talk to beautiful, stunning creatures like you. So I think that the balance seriously comes sometimes day by day, sometimes minute by minute. Like sometimes you just have to moonwalk away and do something different. And then sometimes you just have to sit in the quiet. And then sometimes you have to contact like, somebody who does Reiki and have them change your dirty ass energy. <laughs> Reiki me up. <laughs> or talk to your therapist, like schedule a therapy appointment. And I think that we as black women carry all of this on our shoulders, right? We're the quote unquote strong black women. We right. can handle anything. We can do it all. I want to squash that and be like, we deserve to have the opportunities to complain and to seek advice from professionals and to get a facial and not feel bad about it. Invest in ourselves and our well-being and our body and our mind and our soul. Do like a cleanse if you need a cleanse, if you need just energy, spirit, and change. And not only is running a business just phenomenal but it's also freaking insane and hard at times like i've had to fire people after hiring them for two days like i've had oh, wow. to talk to clients and be like we are not a good fit i've had to refund money to people <laughs> like, i do i do my damn diligence and trying to vet people to make sure that we are all an appropriate fit but shit happens when you party naked like you can't plan for everything. Wait, 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 wait a minute. We cannot go any further. What you said? Shit happens when you party naked. Uh, that, listen, okay, go ahead. I just, that, that could not go over my head. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so, so sometimes you can't plan for the unexpected. Right. And we have to make it more commonplace to talk about the hardships in business. Just like we talk about the celebrations, we have to make it commonplace to talk about the mental health aspects, just like we talk about, you know, making a hundred thousand dollars in a year. Right. Like we have to, we have to start including all of these different areas of help. Like I feel like every businesswoman entrepreneur needs like a business bestie, an accountability partner. They need to be some a part of some sort of business intensive that they're going to learn how to be even better in their business. They need like if they have money for a one on one coach, they need a therapist. They need a reeky person. They need a person that does like their hair and their nails like we need a whole village of people to support us because it is especially if you got kids and a significant other. In addition to running your business, because you you have like three 24 hour jobs all the right. live long day. Right. So, yes, that's, that, that was my, my tyrant of. <laughs> and, that, and that was a whole word. Right. And I love the angle that you took. Right. Because it is dark and ugly sides of the scenario. Right. And usually social media shows the pretty pictures, you know, and how nice things look. 
I'm the kind of person I love pictures, guys. Right. So I love pictures. Right. So I take a million of them. But sometimes, you know, you get some ones that look crazy. Right. And I remember one time I put up a post with one of my crazy pictures and I said, you know, we always show the cute pictures. Let's show the crazy pictures. Post yourself looking crazy because sometimes life is crazy. It is unpredictable. We may not be well, but I love the resources that you suggested on ways that we can find that balance and bring ourselves back in. But I do think it's also important of what you said to acknowledge, you know, and allow yourself to be. When is that time where it's not so pretty? That was a word. Especially in podcasting, because I I feel like a lot of people don't realize that podcasting, because you're sharing your stories, there are a lot of things that you hit in which you're very, very vulnerable. Mm. And all of a sudden, because you're exposing your vulnerability, you have a lot of mind junk that's happening. Mm. And people don't want to talk about that. People just want to talk about how many downloads are you getting? Like who who you're going to have for your guest. But there are many times that people have pod fade or fall off from their podcast Hmm. because they weren't prepared for the mental exhaustion Hmm. that it was going to give them. And they don't know how to navigate through those waters. And that's why I think it's so important that if you don't have like a podcast manager or a podcast producer, find somebody, a group or something that has the experience of doing podcasting that's going to understand the mind trash that can accompany it. It doesn't happen all the time, but if you're having a vulnerable podcast, it happens most of the time. Right, right. That's good. And that's in business as well, right? Like people may not understand what you're going through, but it is a group of people that do like-minded people. So find those people. So talk to us about positivity and why you feel it's important for your journey and for the journey of entrepreneurship. Oh, yes. So (laughs) (laughs) what you say? Wrong day, Nicole. Wrong day. (laughs) So positivity is important because you have to figure out why the hell are you doing what you're doing? Like, why are you doing? Why? Why? (laughs) So much why? And I know that that's kind of like played out to the whole phraseology of find your why. But I, I feel like that that is what brings me back to being excited and being ready to take on all of the opportunities and the challenges and all of the things. It makes me put one foot in front of the other, like, because I love who I work with. I love the podcast that we produce. I love my team members and remembering who they are and what we've, we've created thus far and what we want to create in the future, that's what gets me hyped. That's what I find so rad. How I find positivity, that's such a great question. I guess it's truly like, I'm an empath. So if your energy is tired, I'm gonna mimic that tired ass energy. (laughs) (laughs) So if I know that that two people are like exhausting, I can't have two exhausting people back to back because I'll have to take a nap. (laughs) Mm, mm. so knowing my own self and what i can what i have the bandwidth for i guess helps keep my positivity and there's just there's a lot of beautiful things in this world and i know that some media likes to concentrate on the horrific and the overwhelming and the depressing but for the most part i think that there's a lot of beauty and there's a lot of creativity 
And those things should be celebrated more frequently than the hard negative. Mm. Love it. Love it. And you just spoke to my heart, right? Because I live in a bubble, right? I don't watch the news. I get my news from social media or different people that, you know, I get the news, but I don't watch the news because I need to stay positive, right? Like I lived with depression for a lot of years, right? And I I don't want to go back there, right? So I choose what I consume and how much of it I consume because I want to keep myself positive, right? And you said the why, like it may be played out, right? And maybe some people think that, right? But I don't think anyone should ever want to think the why is played out because it is so foundational and it is so, so, so important. I kid you not, right? Quick story. So what was it? 2020 and 20 May of 2020, my grandfather passed, right? My grandfather passed away. And I tell you, I didn't want a podcast. Like I didn't want to have to do my next episode or do the editing or whatever I had to do. And my why was for the former me, you know, the person that's out there, that's the former me that needs this information that's sitting here, that's waiting for me to produce this next episode. Right. If I didn't have her in my mind and I didn't think about her, I wouldn't have put forth the effort to do that episode because I was grieving. Right. So that why is super important and it does keep you moving forward and it's necessary. So I'm so glad you brought it up. Right. And then I love your reference of self, right? Knowing self. That's amazing. And that is a journey within itself that many people are afraid, I feel like, to go down because you may find things that are ugly. You know, you may find things that hurt you. But at the end of the day, you'll be empowered with the knowledge that you need to know how to move, right? And you need to know how to move for yourself. You wonder why you always end up in situations or why everybody get on your nerves or whatever it is, right? You have to dig into you to figure those things out. So all right, all right, Bethany, with these words now, you just dropping these words. And Nicole, I love that you persevered even though you were grieving. Because I think that speaking up and saying, you know what? This is a hard episode for me to do. I'm having this experience. I'm I'm in this grieving process allow somebody who's listening who may have been told what happens in this house stays in this house Mm. you can't express yourself like that you need to put on a happy face you then gave them permission Mm. because you shared your experience and what you're going through with your audience and that's the power of podcasting it's giving people allowance it's sharing in human experience, not black experience, not white experience, not Asian, Hispanic, just experiences that people go through in life and telling people, I feel this way and it is okay if you feel this way as well. And if you need to grieve, grieve, but there comes a time when you need to continue on with your life and you need to take that first step. So you are a whole powerful movement with this podcast, with what you do, with how you navigate in these streets. And it is just such an honor for me to talk to you today. Thank you. You know what? That is not your job today, Bethany. Don't be taking my job now. You see how she did that, y'all? I'm all blushing. I don't know what to do with myself. Right. She you know, this is why I love Bethany. She just she's a sunshine. She's a ray of sunshine. I love her. Have you gotten your ticket for the second Winhurst United Virtual Summit yet? 
The early bird special is currently going on and tickets are free. Yes, free. So go to winherdunited.com forward slash events to get your ticket today. The link will be in the show notes. And if you want to support the ongoing production of Winherds United, your contributions are welcome and appreciated. There are two ways that you can support via Cash App or via Buy Me a Coffee. The Cash App handle for Winherds United is dollar sign Winherds United. And the Buy Me a Coffee URL is buymeacoffee.com forward slash Winherds United. That information will also be in the show notes. Thank you in advance for your continued support. And remember, no donation is too small. All right. So, Bethany, right. We already talked about how I be low key stalking you. Right. We already talked about how awesome you are. Right. And I just know it firsthand. And you all have a glimpse of that now as well. You also alluded to some of your personal development that you have done and how much you just love to learn, right? Just go a little deeper with us for the listeners that may have missed when you said how much you was into it. You know, let, let's let's talk about it a little bit again. Now, let's talk personal development. I think it's so important. At least it's it's very important for me. Again, I've always been a lifelong learner. Like I was reading Stephen King in like fourth grade. Not like I look back at it now and I'm like, mommy, <laughs> why did you even allow this to happen? <laughs> like like doing book reports on little girls who had cystic fibrosis and died in third grade. Oh I goodness. like so I I love consuming information. And I feel like the more that we try to learn about others and we the more that we try to learn strategies and ideas, just the better that we are overall in thinking. Being able to think for yourself is so important. I mean, that's where like the divinity resides, right? Like the clarity and the creativity. So I am, I'm part of a business intensive with Latasha Booth. She's phenomenal. I freaking love her. It's called the agency Thrive Mine. And they make my business better. They make how I navigate my SOPs better, standard operating procedures. That's what SOPs stand for. How I create boundaries for myself as well, like between myself and my clients. Well, I had no boundaries for like two and a half years. I was just on these streets, just answering messages at like 12 a.m. And, right. and, and I was becoming burnt out. So I knew I needed assistance accountability partners my girl nikita nikita brooks hale she is in the podcasting industry she and i every other saturday have an accountability call we talk about not only what's happening with our businesses and our podcasts but what's going on with our families like personal financial accountability like we hold each other there my right hand person Sherilyn galva she's my co-host in chatting over chowder as well as like my right hand person in my business she's like my sound piece and like i'm all like ah! And she's like, so you can tell tell that's her personality. I love it. (laughs) Yes. So if I'm wiling out, she's like, but have we considered this prospect? And I'm like, okay, how dare you make me a better person? So like, (laughs) so, so personal development for me is investing in myself, investing in the people around me. And not just paying for it, but actually 
applying it and learning it and instilling it into whatever I'm trying to learn at the moment. I love that. I love that. You look now you just kind of you poke me in my side a little bit with what you just said. I'm going to just let you know, you know, the not just paying for it, but actually using it. Right. Because I also consume a lot. Right. But I did find myself consuming and not implementing. Right. So that that's a key point to make. Right. Implement the things you consume. Right. How can you be better based off of what you just learned? And I love how you brought up your network, you know, your people that actually help you to develop personally. Right. Because people do play a large part in the picture. You made me think of the what do they say? You want to see yourself look at the five people closest to you. Right. So paying attention to your network and the people closest to you because they will give you a mirror of yourself. And that's a direct relation into personal development, right? If the people around you aren't developing and striving for more, then are you, you know, think about it. And you also can't have people around you that just yes you to death because they are not benefiting you. You need somebody who is going to respectfully challenge your way of thinking. Just because just because you thought it and you're the CEO and founder doesn't mean you're right. Right. And I have that policy with my team members. Like I am always willing to hear an idea or suggestion that you bring to the table during our staff meetings. If I interact with you and you felt that I treated you improperly, please let me know. Because I will be the first person to follow my sword and apologize and say, how can I make this up to you? Mm. That being, oh, and you know, let's not get it twisted. My ego will be bruised. (laughs) But it's a sign of not only maturity, but it's a sign of respect Mm. and feeling heard. And I can't expect the people that I surround myself with to hear me if I'm not hearing them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And I heard humble as I was listening as well. Right. It does take a bit of humility, you know, to open yourself up for that. So it sounds like you're an amazing leader as well. You know, Bethany, she's just showing out y'all. She's showing out. Please, Nicole, there's some people that be like, I hate that bitch. <laughs> listen, right? And, and get in line, right? Because there's some people, listen, get it. You know what? It's a line of y'all somewhere. Yeah, I can relate. Trust and believe, right? Y'all might think I'm awesome, right? And I appreciate y'all, right? But it's a group of people that don't. And you that's know, okay. It's, it's a long line of them, right? And we're going to let them sit where they may. Yes, that's okay. Will, whatever they need to do, right? You know? Okay? And we're we going to love you from a distance. Okay. you know listen look trust me i know right but bethany talk to us about (laughs) talk to us about a personal development resource that you suggest for anyone interested in entering the podcast industry so okay i love afros and audio i love to live i love latrice they are so dope and smart and Ooh, Talib just speaks people's names in rooms where people just have never been, but he is just such a champion of people. Latrice is just dope and awesome and just her energy. She's just, I love her. I just, if I could just kiss on her face, 
for all of eternity, it would be like a whole heaven. I love Black Pot Association. I love Corey Gums. I love his excitement for Black Podcast Association and how he navigates and wants so much better for the group. And he just wants Black podcasters to strive. And that man will work like 23 hour days just to mm. see that happen. Wow. And they've like, Afros and Audio and Black Podcasters Association has collaborated to make this beautiful group and transition it from Facebook group to like Mighty Network. So that's super exciting. I love to read. Right now I'm reading <laughs> sound audio <laughs> so, because that's that's the type of nerd I am. It's cool. What else? I know who I am. I'm cool with it. <laughs> so books. She loves her craft. I do. So books on podcasting. Yeah. So those, those are the things that I'm doing right now. I love summits. If you can get an opportunity to watch a summit and like a she podcast last year i went to she podcast live and just being oh my god elsie and jessica they're gorgeous beings elsie escobar she is just such i can't even speak her name without feeling like i'm, I'm talking about a deity because she is just such a goddess in the podcasting industry and being with people physically that love podcasting as well that was a whole mood. Like she podcast live was just a whole experience that I will hold in my heart forever. So if you can like join a summit or join a group or even on a local level, if you don't have anything near you and you know, everybody's wearing masks or vaccinated and all of that stuff, try to get together because physical energy is so much different than zoom energy and like talk about podcasting and that will enhance your professional development it'll enhance your collaboration if you can't tell i'm all, all about collaboration and community like, <laughs> so if you can find some way to a learn b collaborate c be in community you're already winning the game all right so she didn't give us one resource she gave us one two two groups an event a book she was reading, you know, and ideas for how we can get it together if we don't have access to all of those or that don't work for you, then create your own and get together with some of your people, right? So you can't say you don't know, right? Because Bethany just gave us all the goods. All right, Bethany. It's so interesting, right? Because the podcast, this podcast is based on business, mindset, personal development, and self-care, right? And I call myself being snazzy. Right. And putting it into segments, but really it's all intertwined. Right. So as you listen, you'll hear a little bit of business. You'll hear a little bit of self-care, you know, mindset, personal development. Like you hear it all throughout each of the segments because they should all be interwoven and just a part of everyday life to where it just flows and goes together. Right. So I said all that to say, I feel like you've been talking about self-care already. Right. But this is our official <laughs> self-care segment. Let's talk self-care. So tell us what self-care means to you. Self-care is an exhale. Mm. It's an experience that nurtures from the inside and out. And your body just can't help but exhale. Mm. That's what self-care means to me. And it can be in so many different facets. It could be 
a delicious meal. It could be hot coffee on a really cold day. It could be just sitting in meditation and all of a sudden this idea just comes and you just have to exhale it because you have to release it from your body because it was so poignant. That's the only way that I can describe self-care. It's an exhale. Well, I want to tell you, that's the best way that I've ever heard. I, I got to chill. Like, you know, I've never heard it explained that way. As you said, it, like I, I exhale, <laughs> right? That was really good. And, and it should be. That's what it should be. I like that. And fill in a blank with whatever your exhale is. And, you know, and that's the way you ended that out. Right. So I think that's awesome as well. So tell us why right, you gave a couple of ideas, but what are your three top self-care priorities? So I always like to <laughs> make sure I got good conditioner for all this hair. Listen, look, okay. I don't be buying. No, I'm not going to 99 cent conditioner name drop but i don't be buying that <laughs> because i got all this natural hair i gotta make sure that it's silky smooth so that's one of my self-care things is just just buying really really good conditioner and lotion right another self-care is which i've just recently started learning to do is just sitting in quiet and inviting quiet because that is how i then get abundance mm. another self-care that i do is i'm an eater i, I love me some good food Listen. like pss, come over with some just delicious sushi and some gluten-free soy sauce because i got a gluten allergy and like you have my whole soul i like look it don't take more than that i am very easy <laughs> <laughs> feed me and tell me i'm pretty and that's listen, like, like you got my listen. whole heart <laughs> okay look don't we can't give out all the secrets now <laughs> look, look, look we gotta make it seem like it's a little difficult no i love that right and it's so funny because as i heard you talking what popped in my head was keep it simple and it doesn't have to be this grandiose thing i mean you know for those listeners that listen, 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 y'all hear me say this often, right? It don't have to be grandiose, right? But if grandiose is your thing, then it can be grandiose, right? It's whatever your thing is. And I really love that your thing was conditioner and lotion. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that. And I think that that's awesome, right? Because what makes me happy, right? Do we sit down and take a moment to think about what makes me happy and it's not according to societal's rules right like i don't i don't know if i've ever heard you know some celebrity or whatever is like oh yeah this condition unless it was a commercial and then they was getting paid to do it right but you know for that to be your thing i think that's super awesome because it gives an example of what a thing can be you know and, and that's the premise always the premise right to just get your mind thinking right like what can i do for myself you know, even if I don't have a huge bank account, right, even if I don't have a huge amount of time, what can I do to pour back into myself? So I love the conditioner, right? And taking because your hair is amazing. I was looking at this picture you put up the other day and I was like, look at how with all that hair. OK, and can we you talk know? about like, <laughs> look, you can have all of the money in the world if you ashy and itchy. 
<laughs> Stop. You <laughs> tell me a wrong. There's nothing we, more aggravating not than being ashy and itchy. <laughs> like a good that's not living your best life. It is not, not living your best life. A good lotion that's just thick and luxurious, and you put it on, and it just makes your skin's like thank you, thank you, thank you so much, thank you. Like that right. is, and and I think that luxury should be defined however you define it right luxurious could be going to a high-end spa and getting the mud facials and getting those bathrobes and i've done those things too but the everyday luxury is not defined on a numerical value mm. luxury is feeling good in your skin and why it feels good in your skin and being like ah I didn't scratch my ashy ankle today. Like I'm luxurious. <laughs> Cannot with you. <laughs> or, or like you're whipping the nene in your hair because your hair's looking fly today. Like that's because you got that good conditioner. <laughs> right, right. You know, you said something that made me think of things that we talk about all the time, right? And, and it's just redefining. I feel like, you know, the more we come to realize what life is all about, it's all about a redefining of these things that we learn that really aren't the way that really aren't the thing. Redefining luxury, because when I hear luxury, I think, you know, I need to go get me a Birkin bag. I got to be in the Bentley like I got to be doing all of these things that right now is not feasible for me at this moment. Right. So does that mean that my life isn't luxurious? And you just told me that my life is luxurious. So. I appreciate you, Bethany. I'm I looking at to you right that. now. I'm looking at you with your lip. I'm looking at you with, with your wrap. <laughs> I'm looking at you with your hair. You are gorgeous. You are luxurious. You are having a luxurious day. You need to you need to take some selfies of yourself. You got your earrings popping. Are you serious? I never want to hear you say that you need a burka bag again to be luxurious. Burka wants to be you, okay? Listen, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, me and Bethany about to get on these phone calls every day because I need a boost of Bethany every day. OK. All right, Bethany, we're not doing this. You're not about to get me off track. All right. So let's talk celebrating wins. <laughs> As a bonus, let's talk celebrating wins. So tell us about your latest win and why it's important to you. So after I said that all about money, I'm going to talk about money. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> and my company grossed over $100,000 last year, just just in 2021. Yes. And it was such a, which sounds really bad as a business person, but it was such a shock and surprise to me that I didn't even acknowledge that my my company was grossing this amount of money until and granted, I have a CPA like he tells me, but we talk about net and like what I'm spending money on monthly and all of those things. But my accountability partner, again, Nikita Burksale, she said to me, we were talking about expectations for 2022 financially and what we wanted it to look like. And she said, well, how much are you grossing now? And I said, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I looked. And I was so close to a hundred thousand and it just blew me away that somebody who again did not have any of this experience started my business in 2019, went through COVID in 2020 and in right. 2021 alone 
made six figures. And it just goes to show when you believe in what you're doing and who you're doing it with, it's not, I love money. I love to be able to pay my mortgage. I love to be able to go out and do the things that I want to do. But when that's not your sole concentration, you can be hitting these goals and not even realize it. And now that I am aware, it makes me even more intentional in, of 2022 of knowing what my financial goals are, not only so that I can provide better for my team members, but also I can be very intentional on who I want to sponsor, who I want to donate to, how I can give back because I've been given so much in this community and money gives you freedom to do all of those things and more. Congratulations. Bethany is taking us through all of the emotions, y'all. She got us up. She got she got us all over the place. And I love every bit of it. I love that. And I love your emphasis on giving back. I, I mm, just, you know, I just that heart, that heart. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And the fact that you ain't even know it, that that's something else, too. Like what? And we need to start I talking as black women. As women entrepreneurs, we need to start talking about finances and celebrating each other when we hit these milestones. Yes. Yes. If you made $20,000 last year in your entrepreneur business, yes, I'm rooting for you. You did it. That's amazing. That's phenomenal. If you made $1,000, yes, you did that. Don't be, we need to stop being afraid of talking about money because it's right. holding us back. You know what? And it is because it's this, I feel like sometimes we can, not be grateful for what we have because it doesn't look like the six figure, you know, it doesn't look like the million dollar, you know, like I'm a, I'm friends with people on social media that make million dollars in a month. Right. And I'm like, damn, but I'm also like, congratulations because I feel like, Hey, I'm friends with you on social media. That means I'm rubbing shoulders with the right people, you know, but at the same time, it can make you embarrassed if you only made 5,000. You know, if you only made 10,000, it's like, I ain't doing nothing, you know, but we do, like you said, need to appreciate because when you appreciate what you have, you actually open the door to receive more. Right. So I think that that was a word and not being embarrassed to talk about it and celebrate it. That was good. Yes. Yeah, slip in my DMs and let me, I will celebrate the ish out of you. Like I, I be celebrating people. I love to see people win. <laughs> She do. Really she do, do y'all. Beth Bethany is such a gem. I mean, when we connected via Afros and audio, like I fell in love with Bethany and I'm super excited just to continue to ride this wave because she is awesome. But Bethany, before we get ready to close it on out, right? Because I know you, you know, you got a full life. I, if I could keep you all day, I would. Right. But, you know, I have to be respectful. So tell us what a win her means to you. Mm. I love, okay, first off, I absolutely adore the name of your podcast. It's so smart and it's so clever and it's such a play on words and, I'm, and it's so punny and it's so great. So a win her means to me that it is a person who identifies as a female who has gone through challenges and continues to persevere and continues to gain success however she or they define those terms. Mm, I love that. And I love the inclusivity. 
of the definition. And she's thoughtful, guys. <laughs> and she's thoughtful. Right. I love that, Bethany. Thank you. And thank you for loving the name. It was so funny. You talked about meditating. The name came to me during meditation. I don't know if you know part of my story, but I had to rebrand. Right. This was not the original name of the podcast. So thanks. But as if you didn't tell us enough, right, we can't get enough. We want more. So what's your parting words or your parting advice for us? Believe in your mission. Believe in your voice. Okay, straight to the point, Lisa. And where can we find you, follow you, stalk you, get business with you? Look, you be stalking, I be stalking back. It's all, it's a whole equal stalking opportunity. I can be found, my website is crackers, C-R-A-C-K-E-R-S-N-I-N-S-O-U-P, soup.com. So it's crackersandsoup.com. And Instagram, it is B, as in boy, crackersandsoup.com. For my podcast is Chatting Over Chowder. Yet these are all going to be in the show notes because I have a very thick New England accent. And some of y'all may not even understand a damn word that I said, but it's cool. It'll, it'll all be written down. <laughs> I can be found on Chatting Over Chowder, my podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts and on Instagram at Chatting Over Chowder. I can be found on LinkedIn. I can be found on Twitter. I just started doing Twitter. I'm, just, I'm, trying, I'm trying to build up my Twitter sphere. <laughs> It's a whole thing. But yeah, anywhere that you type in crackers and soup, anything that's not related to food is it's us. So <laughs> just hunt us down. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Bethany, I appreciate you joining us today and just sharing yourself with us. Thank you. I'm so honored to be on here. I like seriously, my face hurts from smiling. Right. Yay. I really enjoyed this interview with Bethany. And I hope you did as well. My takeaway was being willing to walk away from something that no longer brings me joy. I think this is a major gem and I can honestly say that I get complacent at times. So I truly appreciate Bethany for sharing her courage with us. What's your takeaway from this episode? Send me an email and let me know. My email is whenhersunited at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. You know my motto, sharing is caring. So I sure hope that you care to share. Also, don't forget to check out the show notes of this episode to read Bethany's full bio, to get the cash app handle for When Hers United, to get the direct link to the Buy Me A Coffee page for When Hers United, to get the link so that you can get your ticket for the Winhurst United Virtual Summit and more. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing winning woman of color entrepreneur. But until then, as always, be empowered and empower on. <laughs>